in a world filled with podcasts came the epic Who Would Win Show podcast, which has a co-host named Ray Stecanus, who is always right, and so will celebrate his victories on this podcast. Join me, Guama Harrison out every Thursday right here on the Ray is Right podcast. Who's right? Ray is right, and that's all right. Ah, what a delightful vampiric episode this was. <laughs> All right, so this latest Who Would Win Show episode had Ray repping Celine and James repping Morbius. And they had the guest judges Rachel Wilkinson and Dane Geist, two fabulous judges. And oh my goodness, well, they declared James the winner, but James, you deserve that win. You worked really hard for it. And I don't know, for some reason... Ray is not allowed in Burger Kings anymore. <laughs> and James said in another episode that he's not allowed to bring Ray to like con conventions anymore. I almost called it conventions. <laughs> I, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's like, why can't Ray go to Burger King or conventions? He should be allowed to go to those things. <laughs> but yes, it was a very good episode. And I wrote another fanfic for Ray's right. Ooh, you can hear my clock in the background making spooky vampire noises about to introduce this spooky vampire <laughs> who would win fanfic starring Ray, all alternate universe Ray, James, Celine, Morbius, and some alternate universe fictional characters that some of you might recognize. I don't want to give too much away, but I hope you enjoy Morbius and Celine Christmas special. Christmas with Morbius and Celine, a Who Would Win fanfic by Guama Harrisonel. So what are your plans for the holidays? Agnes Gertrude asked her co-worker Morgana as they packed up their suitcases for their last day of work before their holiday vacation. My weird cousin Morbius wants me to visit him, Morgana grumbled. I really don't want to see him, but he said he needed help with something and I'd feel bad if I turned him down because he's sickly and he's been ill for a long time. I see, Agnes Gertrude said, but aren't you excited for Christmas? No, I don't particularly care for Christmas. It's so overrated. Plus, I have to spend it with my boring cousin, Morgana said, irritated. But what about Christmas spirit? asked Agnes Gertrude. Bah humbug, replied Morgana. The next day was December 24th, and Morgana flew to NYC's JFK airport. Her cousin Morbius lived in New York City, but he said that he'd be too busy to pick her up at the airport at the time of her arrival. So Morgana decided to take a rideshare. The rideshare driver pulled up to the JFK airport. Hey, said the driver. My name's Keith. Morgana rolled her eyes. She noticed that there were already two guys sitting in the back of the car. They seemed to be arguing quite loudly. Um, excuse me? Who are they? Morgana demanded loudly. Oh, two guys I picked up. I've been circling around instead of dropping them off because we're recording a podcast on their phone and I'm the guest judge. Morgana ground her teeth. Okay, whatever! She grumbled through gritted teeth. She got in the front passenger seat next to Keith and put on her noise-canceling headphones on. But those noise-canceling headphones were no match for the red-haired man's loud voice. Are you kidding me? shouted the red-haired man. Edward is no match for Dracula! James, the intoxicatingly charismatic brunette that was arguing with the red-haired man, chuckled. Edward lost his match before it even began, Ray, he replied. Why, you? Ray grumbled before muttering incoherently as Keith drove off. They had only been driving for about ten minutes before Morgana, 
Morgana had had enough. Enough, she shouted. I have had it with all this arguing. Just who are Edward and Dracula anyway? Keith, Ray, and James all burst into laughter, which was quickly cut off as a pale woman jumped on the hood of Keith's car and hissed menacingly into the windshield. Keith lost control of the vehicle from the sudden impact of the mysterious woman's crash landing, and he crashed into the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Serendipitously, all of the ice skaters had managed to safely avoid Keith's car as it wildly spun across the 30 Rock skating rink. Everyone okay? Keith asked. The giant tree's branches had cushioned the impact, but he wanted to make sure that everyone was all right. We're fine, James replied. Anyways, Dracula can shapeshift, whereas Edward can't. Are you kidding me? Morgana screamed. We almost died, and that crazy lady is trying to break into our car? Why isn't she dead? Oh, that's just Celine. She's an assassin hired by Lydia, sent to kill me and get my Fabergé egg, Keith replied casually. Anyway, I think Ray's ahead in this match. Yes! Ray shouted triumphantly. Celine was still banging on the windshield. Despite her tremendous strength, she hadn't even put a dent in the windshield though she left a huge crater in the hood. What good is a car with bulletproof glass when it's been totaled, Keith grumbled. Suddenly, someone ran across the skating rink with superhuman speed. He got to the car, grabbed Celine, and threw her across Manhattan. Morgana was in shock, but Keith, Ray, and James seemed to be more engrossed in their debate than the drama that had just occurred outside. Morgana suddenly recognized the man who had saved them from Celine. Morbius? Morgana gasped, shocked that her once sickly cousin had gained such monstrous strength. Oh, Morbius chuckled awkwardly. Hey, cousin, it's uh, been a while, and I guess I have a lot to explain. Yeah, think? Morgana screamed. Ah, oh, this is the worst day ever! Could you keep it down? James politely told Morgana. We're trying to record a podcast here. I'm out of here anyway, Morgana shot back, unbuckling her seatbelt and getting out of the car. But there was a hostile-looking blonde woman standing near the car, pointing a gun at Morgana. Oh no, not Lydia, Keith grumbled. Why are these women trying to ruin our podcast? Oh, please don't kill me, shouted Morgana. I'm 28 years old, and I haven't even had my first kiss yet. Keith, Ray, and James all burst into laughter again. It's not that they were mean people, they just didn't like Morgana. Even Morbius had difficulty stifling his laughter. Oh, shut up, all of you, Morgana yelled. Don't you realize this crazy lady might kill us all? But anyways, back to the most pressing matter right now, Ray said eagerly. Who's ahead in our debate? Right now, James is, Keith replied. How are you ignoring all this? Morgana shouted. Oh, shut up, Lydia screamed as she fired the gun at Morgana. But Morbius had leapt in front of Morgana with superhuman speed and took the bullet for his cousin. No, Morgana screamed, but Lydia fired another shot near Morgana's feet. I've just about had it with all this stupidity, Lydia hissed. Just give me the Fabergé egg and you won't have to end up like that man lying in the ice. But the man lying in the ice started laughing. <laughs> he wasn't even bleeding after being shot. No, Lydia whispered. She tried to shoot Morbius again, but he got up and grabbed her gun with blinding speed. Lydia slid in the ice and fell. All right, you win, she muttered, defeated. What's going on? Morgana demanded. But she couldn't take all the excitement that had suddenly come to her previously boring life, and she fainted. When Morgana came to, she realized she was in a plush, king-sized bed in a large, lavish bedroom. Where am I? she asked. Merry Christmas, a bunch of people said. Oh, good, Morgana thought to herself. It was all just a bad dream. But then she sat up and saw Ray, James, Keith, Lydia, Celine, and Morbius all crowded around her. No, it wasn't a dream, Morgana yelped as she fainted again. But then Keith dumped a bucket of ice-cold water on her. Ah, rude much, Morgana spluttered. You're one to talk about being rude. 
You kept interrupting us while we were trying to record a podcast. Ray and James nodded in agreement. I kept interrupting! Morgana started, but then Morbius cut her off. Enough, Morgana, he said coolly. Let me explain. And so Morbius told Morgana that she had been asleep for 17 hours after her ordeal, and a lot had happened during that time. As it turned out, Morbius had cured his disease by turning himself into a vampire, and now he was incredibly wealthy. He also had a lot of Fabergé eggs, and he gave Lydia and Keith some of them so that way they'd settle down. So Lydia called off the hit on Keith, but Selene really wanted to know whether Ray or James had won their argument, so she stuck around. Wait! You still haven't told me what you needed help with, Morbius, Morgana said after Morbius finished explaining. Well, said Morbius, I wanted you to help me help you stop being so grouchy and get into the Christmas spirit. Aw, everyone said. Morgana smiled. Well, I've definitely learned to appreciate all the boring Christmases I've had in the past after that crazy day I had yesterday. Yay, everyone else cheered. Selene interrupted. So, Keith, did Ray or James win the argument? Keith smiled. Ray is right, of course. The end.